Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this afternoon I'm joined by Daphne Phillip uh, who is uh, an educator and an entrepreneur and uh, she's got an e-learning platform that we're going to have a little bit of a chat about as well as uh, just a little bit of history. So how are you doing today Daphne, you okay? Yes, I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for inviting me here Mike. I appreciate you giving me the time to talk to you. No problem at all, and thanks for coming all the way in from Maryland in uh, in the US of A near Washington. Uh, like I say, it's uh, great to get international guests on my podcast. So uh, yeah, thanks for coming on board. And um, obviously, I, I introduce you as an educator and an entrepreneur. Uh, how long have you been in the uh, education space? I've been in de- education for twenty years. Okay, great. So, uh, that's good. And, uh, and what is it that you teach altogether? Well, uh, I started out in elementary school. I started my first class was in third grade where I taught every single subject. So I was teaching third grade before fifth grade, um, sixth grade for a couple of years. So those are all subject. But when I got into secondary, which is junior high, it's a different setup, I think, in England than it is in the United States. But grade six to grade 12, we call that secondary. I've been math teaching for the last 10 years. I stick with only one subject. But um, doing after school program, I am STEM certified to teach STEM. I'm certified to teach robotic encoding to young people. And I do that in an after school club, not during the school day. Yeah, that must be popular, the, you know, teaching coding. Not really. No? Not really. No, so we wanted to include more diversity on it, so I created a girls' club for minorities, so I wanted to make sure that we have different things other than sports, other than art, you know, just to get them involved in engineering, get them involved in the high-end, you know, aerospace career, so I started that. Yeah, I would, have thought, uh, I would have thought coding was popular because like all the rich companies in the world are all IT companies and they all they all need coding. And I would have thought that uh, the kids, you know, who all want to be wealthy would have loved uh, the coding lessons. But uh, that's not proven yeah, to be the case then. It's not advertised like that here in the United States because there's so many different ways for the, the children to see money, to see themselves. So then they don't see coding as such there is actually a very huge intellectual gap in in that area. Like you said, there is a lot of money involved, but for some reason it's not being introduced to the students at an early age. They find it out by accident, like a teacher like me would introduce it to them, but it's not um, very well known, very popular in school among teachers, unless they are teaching computer science or they themselves or engineer if they like it, but no, it's not popular at all. Oh, that's Doctors, a shame. lawyers. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame because like uh, people like Elon Musk, for example, he would be a coder and, uh, you know, he's doing great things uh, in, in the entrepreneurial space, you know, after having a web business, I think he started out doing, um, was it PayPal? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, those sort of people should be role models to kids and that's what the kids of today should be looking forward to, to growing up to be like, but uh, for some reason, uh, you know, they want to be TikTokers or something else instead. Yeah, that's why, because they're watching the YouTube, there's a young lady, I believe, I don't know exactly, um, don't quote me, and I think she's from one of the <clears throat> Asian continents, she's a millionaire, billionaire just on YouTube. 
So that doesn't necessarily take a lot of skill. And the problem with that is because the young people are good using social media, they assume that they're good with technology and that necessary is not the case. No. Those are two different um, learning to different platforms. Yeah, it's, diff it's different building technology than using it because yeah. when you use technology, it's built to be user-friendly and simple. So therefore, you don't actually have to be that skilled to do it. But um, to build stuff, you've got to be a little bit more uh, creative and uh, skilled. You know, it takes a bit of time, which is why they should be starting out at a young age to master that so that by the time they're an older age, they can build stuff that's going to make them millions. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but they don't, you know, in the United States, the young people have choices. What they seem of as, they have choices in terms of career to choose to make them millions. And most of them see the sports, yeah. you know, like I said, they want to be a doctor, they want to be a lawyer, but anything outside of that is usually parents you know, who are acknowledging, who have knowledge, who work in certain industry, will introduce their children to it. But that's unfortunate. Yeah. We need um, more young people in coding, more young people in um, robotics and the sciences, because that's what's gonna move the world forward, especially with artificial intelligence that's coming, that's gonna be huge. But yet there's a very gap, number one, from the educator's point of view, a lot of them are not into that either. And then to get the kids ready, so that's just have to be something specific. It's not, you know, something generalized in every single school everywhere yeah. throughout the United States. No, it's a shame. Keep, keep keep putting the fight up because you know sports careers and stuff are very hard to get success in. They're very short lived, and uh, and actually this day and age, you've probably got more chance of making it as a a millionaire or billionaire or even keeping your millions or your billions, which you make in a sports career got much more chance of keeping that and building on it if you're in the tech space than you are, you know, in the um, in the sports arena where money can be easily come and easily gone. I did it. I did everything without my power for my son not to see sports as a career. I wanted him to be in the engineering space, and that's where he is. He graduated from one of the high school here as a aerospace engineering in high school already. I don't think sport is a should not be your financial goal or your way to make a career. If you're great at it, wonderful. But that's one of the million people that makes a career out of it. What's your backup? Even if you make it, what happens when you get injured? So, you know, they always should be a backup from sports. Um, doctors, yes, they needed. Lawyers, yes, they needed. But the engineers and the science, to me, and the mathematics make the world go around. I'm partial because I'm a math teacher and I love these yeah. things. But we moved the world like planes like need to be designed. Uh, the infrastructure of a country need to be designed, whether it be from roads to homes to anything you think of needs yeah. to be designed in programs. So I want more educators to take on the the campaign to introduce young people to the sciences and to get to universities to come down and, and, and offer free courses so that way the young people can see that they can make money and can make a living, you know, in the sciences and the maths, just as much you could do it with the Hollywood and the sports. You just, yeah. they're just not gonna know your name on television, but they're gonna know you for the different things that you create. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, and, and ultimately, um, if you 
pick a, a path and you're really good at it and you excel at it and you are passionate about it and you keep learning and developing in that sector, you can become a rock star in any sector. Exactly. Especially if it's your passion. Um, I know we, when we're in a public platform, you tend not to talk about religion, but what God said is whatever you're passionate about in that which you're going to be rich as well. So people, yeah. when, when you find something you're passionate about and you love it, you're doing it out of love, it does make you wealthy, not popular. You could still be rich and not popular. People don't see, yeah. some of the young people don't see the connection sometimes. Like only no. way they see money is the people they see on TV. That's right. Yeah, they, everyone's chasing fame because they think that's the, the only route, but there's, there's a lot of uh, upside and downside of fame. But actually, you know, being successful in something that you're passionate about means you never work in a day in your life. And it means that you can actually make money doing what you enjoy. And, and you actually don't have the pitfalls of, you know, having to be on, on telly and famous. You can actually just be successful and live your own life on your own terms. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, exactly. so that, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, so obviously, as well as a, an educator teaching uh, coding and, and mathematics, you also have a, a an e learning business. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, this I've been doing that on the side as a teacher before COVID, so it it will look come across as new. It's just newly registered. So, in my e platform. I have a math um, class that uh, young people can take if they need extra support or they're missing, you know, because of COVID, they miss a lot of instruction and they want to catch up. Parents can click on that. I also have, I just added a parent academy where we are going to help the parents navigate what their young people need to do by the time they enter grade ninth to grade 12 before they graduate. So they need to know how to have the set themselves up so they could be successful on applying for college, what they need to do to get themselves ready for college starting at grade nine, so they don't have to wait to the last minute fumbling around looking for things to do. Yeah. So that's for the parents. And for the educators, because I'm a tech coach, I do a lot of technology integration training as a staff leader. So I offer that too to people who may not have the same resources from their school district who also want to learn it. I That's the premium course, that's the membership. I have to give you an opportunity to get on for that. So it's different thing. It's just all about learning. You could want math, there's STEM, there's something for the parent and something for the student and something for the teachers. Because those are all the things I used to do on the side before COVID. Yeah, so uh, so you're, 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 busy, you're busy working and you're busy hustling. Busy working, busy hustling. Because when this is over, yeah. Because education is changed already. Some people are fighting the change. Some people are holding up with their daily life. You're going to have to let go. It's changed. Yeah. The, the young people have been exposed to a different format. You know, you have three group of people in education right now. Those people like me who's already adjusted, made the change. Those who are still coming across very slowly and those that refuses to change. Yeah. All of it's just you're gonna to have to take a bullet and make whatever the group is it's gonna decide your consequences in terms of your career yeah yeah definitely so my e-learning platform is there to support people wherever they want need and support from it's like a it's like a top-up service or a wraparound service around whatever that whatever else they're doing in their educational 
sort of process. Right, 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 right. So right now I'm focusing on my niche in terms of um, customers is the 40 and above um, teachers who want to. I'm not chasing teachers. I'm not begging you. I'm not beating you with a stick on top of your head. Like when you come in, I am going to interview to see where their mindset is because if they don't have the right mindset, I don't want to work with them. No. I don't, you're not going to waste my time. I don't want to drag you force you have to convince you this is good for you you have to come in when you come by the time they come into my site by the time i have enough time to talk to them they have to be ready to move forward because it's a lot of people that need support and i want to work with folks that are ready to move forward yeah that sounds great and uh, what format does the education take is it uh, written is it video is it interactive is it a quiz you know what, what all does of it look the above like? Okay, so it's a bit of everything, like you know, it's a bit of bit yeah. of reading, a bit of video uh, prompting and educating at that time, and a bit of uh, quizzing at the end to see how they uh, absorb the information. Right, and especially for I'm a blended learner myself because that's why I'm finishing my PhD actually by December on um, blended learning technology. So. I uh, need a little bit of everything. I don't like static worksheet and don't put me on the computer all day. <laughs> yeah. So I need a little bit of everything. I want to watch a video and I want to have time to practice it. And I want to know where to go if I need support. So those are the things that I provide, especially with the teacher tech um, course that I have. I walk them through the whole process, how to engage the young people, how to maintain engagement and how to manage yourself throughout the whole learning process and instruction so it, i believe in simple 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 don't complicate things that's where things get lost and that's what you get frustrated you get frustrated and the young people get frustrated no i'm i have a little bit of everything in each of the courses that's good yeah so i like that that's very good uh, blended learning is a very good way to go um am i right in thinking you coded that yourself no, that's a that's a, uh, a popular term in education. Uh, they they have it before, but now COVID is making it clear. Those of us who's been in the tech education world wanted school to be a little bit more blended. The other word for it's project based learning. Yeah. So it's like that you have some time on the computer, and these young people have some time to practice. So that's what blended learning is. It's just like you don't do one thing only. You don't have the, even if they're in your classroom, you don't sit there and talk at the student the whole time. Some teachers do that. They stand yeah, in front of the yeah. students, they talk, they talk, they talk, they talk, they talk. Um, <laughs> and the then students stop listening halfway through. After, after 10 minutes, minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And they send them home with a worksheet and they're at home by themselves and that's it. They wing it back. And so that's why sometimes um, the dichotomy or relationship with education is a love and hate. You, you love it, you hate it at the same time because there's so many different parts that doesn't work. So the word blended is a popular word that was created a few years ago. There's a ton of uh, research papers that's done in blended learning, project-based learning, flipped classroom. So that's what my PhD is gonna be on, is focusing on, so yeah. that's how I know. And you know the platform that you use, yeah? Did you build that or did you, um, are you using uh, a subscription service or something? Let's, not to, that's what I mean why we need a lot of people with coding in um, STEM education. I paid for someone to build my website and it still have so many 
crooks, I can't get it to work to my perfectionist personality. It's driving me nuts. Yeah. I have to pay somebody. That's the another thing. You pay a professional that did not deliver what no. they paid for. You yeah, know, that's, and, that's hard. That's hard because yeah. uh, I learned to do websites myself because I paid a professional who couldn't do the website how I wanted it. So I learned how to update it myself. It was a coded website. Actually, it was built in Flash a long time ago. And it was built in Flash. And Flash looks really nice. You know, Macromedia, Flash is all interactive and stuff. But it was very slow loading and very difficult for people to use, non-functioning. So I, I, I had to sort of go in and adapt it, if you like. And, uh, and then I can build websites now. But that, that was the start of my journey was getting a professional in who couldn't do what I wanted them to do. And then I had to just look. And also, I always I don't like sites that are static, that are out of date. And I always like to keep it updated. So I learned how to update it myself and stuff as well. And then, you know, that's how I got into the whole web development side of uh, what I do. I'm not a coder myself. I'm a plug and play, you know, software user. Um, but I've learned how to do that, you know, well over the years. I did that at the beginning when COVID, I wanted, I've always wanted to put my tutoring and my courses online, but when I did the Wix, I started out with Wix, the different different platform that allowed you to create a free website. Yeah. It wasn't as pretty, like you said, it took forever to load, yeah. you know, it took a lot of time too on my part to put the whole thing together. So I figured, use my time, pay for convenience or do it myself. So I decided to go with the latter. I paid someone, you know, I end up spending the same amount of time fixing it. Yeah. <laughs> The problem, so the problem you had, and it's just, it's not anyone's fault. It was just the way you seen the market. The problem you had, you enter Wix and Wix isn't, in my opinion, one of the best platforms. So I use WordPress, which is a very popular platform. It's the most used on the, on the planet. And WordPress allows you to do a lot more with it. So Wix is, Wix is very good for somebody who just wants to, set up a very basic website and that's it right, if you want to do right, something right, a bit right. clever with it then it gets a bit it gets a bit uh, limiting like, you know right 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 i understand that so that's why i didn't do it i no. the guy that designed my website is using wordpress yeah. but that's something i still have to take what i'm saying is i had paid for convenience yeah. because i know i wasn't going to have enough time getting ready for school and getting the teachers ready. So my time was spent coaching and get the student, the teachers ready for virtual learning. Yeah. But I wanted to have my business online, so I paid someone. But yeah. right now I have to go back and spend another amount of time because I have to learn WordPress. I don't know anything about WordPress because if you click on my website, it works. But if you click on the courses, nothing shows up. None of the content shows up. Even it's been updated for months and weeks. So it's still the same problem. So the, yeah. the warning I would give to people is like, make sure you need a website. Because <laughs> if you would do your business without a website, spend the money to get some other way to do it. Yeah. Because you never know what you're going to end up with with the people when they design your website, even if you pay money. So you also need to, um, what, something I would suggest as well is to pay a monthly subscription or a management fee so that they don't just build the website and then leave you to it but that you've got a service ongoing because a lot of people don't realize this, but with websites, there's a lot of plugins and a lot of stuff that need updating constantly. 
And what happens is if you don't update them, the connection fails and then the thing that you had working on your site stops working. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, exactly so. what happened to my website. Because they asked me to update a plugin and I did it. And I, I think I did something wrong with it. Uh, that's been so either way as an entrepreneur you can there's so many different pieces that i had to learn coming into the classroom so all of those things were coming together simultaneously so it's just a lot you could get i got i am overwhelmed just because of the pieces that i'm not well versed in yeah, I know coding, but that's coding to teach. I don't. I have never sit there and code and program a computer or code and program a website. So I want to let the professional do what they do. I'm an educator. That's yeah. my superpower. I love being an educator. I love being a math educator. So that one I do well. I make sure I spend a lot of my time fine tuning my skill in education. I want to learn the basic enough about programming and coding just to make to add and change a picture in my website, but I don't necessarily want to be managing a website and managing the business, managing the clients and managing my, you know, there was just too much on that, on that side. I thought I'd pay the professional to take care of it and I was done with it, but it's not, it didn't turn out like that. No, that's it. You know, and we, we, we don't know what we don't know. And it's only when we learn it that we know we didn't know it, <laughs> which is always the problem. Like, you know, it is a problem. I've been through, I've been through that uh, learning curve myself. But um, on WordPress as well, something you, you want to check out. There's um, a lot of people have websites done and um, they have it done by a designer, a web designer who's not a, a marketing specialist. So the web designer builds it to look nice so that you're happy and pay him. But the whole idea of a website is to bring business, to bring customers. Exactly. To yeah. <laughs> Which means it needs it needs SEO, search engine optimization, in order for it to get ranking, for you to start getting organic traffic and all of that sort of thing. Now, a lot of web designers, in my experience, they can build a nice looking website, but they won't get it to work, as in bring you customers. So you need uh, what's called on-site optimization. And what that is, is basically understanding the keyword markets that people are searching for in order to find your product, your service, your courses. And what you need to do is make sure you've got the right keywords in things like your headers for your pages, your meta descriptions, which is the description of what the page is to the search engines, in things like your content pages, your URLs, so like your forward slash, you know, what the pages say. So a lot of web designers are not very clever and they'll just put in things like services. In, you know, so they'll have like your web domain name forward slash services. But nobody's out there looking for services. They're looking for a type of services. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're looking for a specific type of services like e-learning services. Yeah. Right. Math, coding, so yeah. so, so basically <laughs> you have to go around changing all of the URLs which lazy uninformed, uneducated web designers can use. You need to change them to keyword uh, phrases, which means that the search engines know what your website, your pages, your content is about. And therefore, when people are searching for those things, they'll send them to your site. Your site will appear in the results rather than not, not appearing in any results because the designers made it look lovely, but they haven't put the keywords in to tell the search engines what it's all about. Right, exactly. 
So that's exactly. something which uh, which you should. So take that's something time. I'm gonna when we finish uh, with this call, I will get a chance to look at it because uh, it's been three months. I reach out to the team designer, I reach out to everybody else, and they all throw their hand in the air like we don't know what the designer did, we don't know how to fix it. So in the meantime, it's still not working. So when we finish, I definitely will will sit there and talk about that because I need yeah. that done properly and functioning yeah. properly. No problem, no problem at all. And um, there's a, right. another another strategy which works really, really well with your website, whilst we're on the subject matter, is to add a blog to your website, yeah, as a new section, okay? Just having a blog moves you up the search engines, but actually if you blog regularly, and there is a hotspot, there's a, there's a peak uh, number of blog posts per uh, month, which gets you into being a publisher of information, and if you publish information at that hotspot, your ranking will improve massively because you're regularly okay. publishing information. So basically, you know, you need to be publishing regularly things like articles about coding, articles about education, articles about... You know, I just, have a ton of those. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you publish them on your blog or do you just keep no, them? No, I... Again, I'm finishing a PhD. Yeah. So right now... <laughs> I'm doing a lot of article and everything. That's why I say I have a lot of them. But yes, it's, it's learning material at the moment. It's, it's where you're educating yourself from, learning right. about, you know. Right. So yeah. once I finish that, I'll, I'll, there's a series of things that I need to do. But my goal is to get the website working, to get the money coming in. Because money's been going out. As you know, as an entrepreneur, at the beginning, you shell a lot out. Yeah. So I just needed to get it in a place, in a position to be able to do what you said. It won't make any difference right now with my blog. If no. the, the website is not even showing up on Google, yeah. it's not being backed in the plugin, see none of those things are, are functioning. Yeah. So when these things are basic function where it's moves transition between the courses, the content where my you know future customers can get access to it, then I could move on to the next piece. So I want to do one piece at a time because I want to do it right. Yeah. So that's why I went to ahead and hire the designer and I did it myself because those don't take time. Like people say, you could you do, you could just write a blog or, but that's time. I have to formulate the blog, make sure it's grammatically correct, you know, and, and the that, see, 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 So I've, I've been blogging for 15 years. Yeah. And actually I started podcasting at the end of April. Right. And my podcast is an audio blog. Right. Yeah, because I'm a blogger for 15 years. And a lot of the strategies for my audio content is the same strategies I used to use for my blogging, yeah? So, like, for example, on my podcast at the moment, you'll see um, the A to Z of leadership, the A to Z right. of podcasting, the A to Z of um, uh, personal development, and the A to Z of, um, of mindset, Yeah. Before that, I finished five five series, which were the A to Z of sales, the A to Z of marketing, the A to Z of networking, the A to Z of uh, entrepreneurship, and the A to Z of social media, right? Okay. So basically what I do is I write A to Z of anything I know a, a fair bit about, yeah? And that's educational content, yeah? Which means that people will come in, see that you know your subject matter, trust you, and buy from you. Right, exactly. So, and that's the process. I'm at the beginning of launching my business online, even though I have the history of all of that backing, but I don't have no history online. No. So, I'm in the process of launching and the process of creating that footprint 
So yeah. I'm okay with not well know because I'm working on it. And I, like I said, I just want to make sure I provide a great service to yeah. the community first. I'm willing to do that. I'm prepared to do that. But I just make sure my platform, the tool that I'm using are effective. Yeah. They receive the message and I'm able to provide a message, you yeah. know? So that's where I am. Yeah, what, what um, I teach people is about becoming the key person of influence in their sector. So being the, the thought leader, the person everyone goes to for knowledge, for advice, for information, then you obviously build trust. And then because you're the, the person who everyone turns to, exactly, you can charge more, you know, you're going to get people coming to you rather than you have to go to them all of the time, et cetera, et cetera. Right. That's, that's why right. I podcast, like, you know, I'm a blogging, podcasting, YouTubing, something where you put yourself up as a position of authority. As long as you right. know what you're talking about and, you, and, and, and you're authoritative in your information and your education, et cetera, then you'll build up a, a want and a need for people to come to you rather than you having to go to them. That's exactly what I'm, I want to, because especially when I'm busy, I'm managing so many different um, pieces of information all surrounding education. Education is my passion. But I'm more an educator advocate. I've done my years with the students. You know, I did a great time. Right now, I'm realizing with this new thing, with COVID open up a door, like if educators don't step up to be part of the change, they are going to be left behind. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We can't yeah. sit back and wait for somebody to tell this thing. No, let's be the part at the forefront. Let's be leading. Let's partner up with the business that create the apps. Like, you know, let's be partner up with the people that do the textbook. Let's partner yeah. up with people that do everything education and could provide input so you become the expert on how to move the reform of education you can't sit back in the classroom waiting again I, i'm i've never been that personality no. so i'm i want to become the teacher's cheerleader to cheer them on let's come be part of the movement yes yeah. <laughs> and if you if you crack um, if you crack the online lead generation so many people in in all sectors struggle with that bit so if you can crack the online lead generation then you can educate the educators on how to educate but also how to attract clients so that they can educate more people so yeah it's how it's it's, it's, it's how the, it's to educate them on how to run an education an education business and not just right. an education process right yeah that's where your real value would be and and I, I i speak to people in all sorts of sectors who are currently educating like like for example i i, I had someone on my podcast recently who's in the fitness space and his he, he's been in the fitness space for a long time he cracked the code on how to you know market himself target himself aim at um fitness professional uh, aim at people who want fitness in order to be able to put his business online and he's been doing it for way before covid and so now during covid there's a lot of other fitness professionals looking to move their business online so he's actually got a business of educating fitness people how to build their business online yeah i never even thought about it that way because i've been doing this so that would be a great way for me to teach the teachers how to put their business online because they've been in the classroom so long they're not seeing they, they, yeah, they don't have the of... commercials and the business side right. so so if you can right. really invest in 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 the 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 business part of the educational process not just that i'm right. people to educate through the blended process but actually how okay. do i you know 
build a website, you know, get my coursework on, put my classes on, um, create marketing, draw traffic to the site, you know, get content, right. all of that sort of stuff. If you give them right. the actual whole 360 degree look at, at, at how to build their educational business online, then that's okay. a massive market at the moment with a load of educators going from, you know, uh, real world settings to online settings. Right. Right, right. Because, you know, I've done it before. So now that would be great. I would sit back and, we, and, and think about it and create a strategy and how I could come up with that. Yeah. You know, like that is, uh, I will take some time this weekend, um, figure out how to do that. If not, I'll reach out with you. Maybe we could partner up and come up with something. Yeah, well, definitely. I st it's definitely something I can help you with, whether it be okay. input into a strategy, whether it be over reading your strategy and giving my feedback on it, whether it be, you know, partnering up on something like this. Um, I'm, I'm into helping people grow business. So, you know, it doesn't matter to me whether they're in the education sector, the fitness sector or any sector. To me, it's about right. I've got a lot of sales, marketing, networking, entrepreneurial, SEO, you know, social media skills which are useful to all businesses. Right, exactly. So yeah, well, I, like I said, let me come up with something. We think about it and maybe we could rearrange, well, I gotta get the website functioning first. Yeah. But yeah. the strategy part, I'll get it done this week because on weekend is my strategy time. So I would definitely put a note on that. Yeah, a little, a little tip it. for you with the website, yeah, because I use WordPress for a while. If ever I'm using anything and I can't work out how to do it, so I'll, I'll play around with stuff and see, you know, see if I can fix a fault or a problem, etc. But if I can't, I usually just uh, Google search, um, you know, uh, how to fix so-and-so plugin or how to do this or step-by-step -step guide on how to install or just be very descriptive with what your problem is and how to solve it, yeah. And usually okay. you'll find either an article or you'll find a, a YouTube video showing you how to do it. Again, uh -huh. we're talking about time. Yeah, 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 I know. But you're also, you know, you've got a problem at the moment you need to solve. Right. I agree. I do agree. But it's just the time. It's like all of those things can be done. It's either I give up sleep, give up something between my obligation that must be done you know, that's time. I know I could do that because I started it. I read some of it just to be able to describe to the website what was wrong with it. But between the searching time, because now Google is the waste of time to do research. It's like you explained earlier, the person that is a, you have a gift to create SEOs, that's whose article come up. Some yeah. of the article that shows up first are not necessarily quality articles and not necessarily quality information. Right now, Google is inundated with a bunch of nonsense. So you have to go through a lot before you can find something quality, something you could actually use. Yeah, well, I actually, I, I find YouTube is, I used to always use Google, but I do find YouTube is better to find okay. that um, educational process. Because with YouTube, you can generally just press pause, and then press play, pause, play, pause, and, to, and go through the actions one step at a, st a time, step by step. Right. That's what I do. I, I learn how to do loads of things that way. Yes, I do like YouTube, and that's something I want to put someone by videotape um, for the teachers online too on YouTube. I had a website. You know, it was so funny. I created a YouTube channel when YouTube channel wasn't even popular. Yeah. And then I got busy and I let it go. You I wish I had kept, kept it that. Up. If you'd have kept it that, you'd have been in a very different position. Yes, right I would have been in a different position. I started yeah. since 2004. 
2012, I created a math um, video class for my math students because they needed um, to show up and sometimes they were absent. I said, well, just watch this video and come back and see me. And I got busy again. I let it go and now everybody's YouTube everything. It's just amazing how life Yeah, works. you know that YouTube channel, do you still have it? Yeah, I do. I still have Your it. Your videos are still on it? Yeah, I could yeah, have access you, to it. Well, you know, because the domain, you know the URL for that channel, it'll be, um, what happens is with URLs and domains, yeah, is they build up uh, value over time by being in the search engines. Yeah. Okay. So even though you haven't done a lot with it, the fact that it's old and it's aged, right? It's an aged okay. domain. It's called, yeah. Means it has higher value in the search engines than brand new channels. Oh. So if you actually was to start creating good video content and put it okay. on that channel and use that as a driver with the linking, because in YouTube videos you can put in keyword descriptions of your content, but you also could put in URL links in the in the descriptions to your website. That would be one of the ways I would drive traffic to your site is by building up the, the, the content on the channel and the fact that the channel already exists as an aged domain means that at the moment you're not getting a lot of juice from that channel no i don't i have access i just don't turn it on every now and then to make yeah. sure the work i didn't put but, anything but if you in started it. putting the right content on it that's going to drive traffic to your site and to your courses and and everything and then all okay. of a sudden because of the age of the domain it, it'll it'll go quicker it'll take off quicker than it would do if you just set up a new channel okay I will check on that definitely. So now you see, you're giving me more work to do. <laughs> I can't help it. I, I am yeah, a strategist, I, like, you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. And that's the same way that I am as well. When you have people who are passionate about what they do, they serve the world and then everything has come. So you could always work with people that are always so worried about if I do this, I do that, somebody gonna take it. Everything I have, if it's mine, can no one take. I teach for free if I have to, I serve, but because it comes in other way. Exactly, you know, exactly. I, 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 I put all of my yeah. knowledge and information on my podcast for free and on my right. YouTube channel, like, you know? Right. Because everybody is so worried about it. Who, what happens? Somebody take it. If they take it, they take it. Then I'm still get credit because they still have to listen to me. They still see my name. So the next time, you know, I get credit for somebody. I want them it's to just take amazing. it. I want them to take it. If they can't afford it, I want them to have it because at some point in the right. future they will be able to afford it. They'll come back for something else. Yes, they remember someone else. Anyway, you know, it's getting closer to my time because I have a meeting to go yeah, to. No worries. At 12.15, no uh, so it's 12.10 right now. And is there anything else you wanted to discuss before I leave? No, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, you've covered everything that, that you know, is, is, like I say, just a general chat, really, and uh, see if I can help people and also showcase their business and, and what they're doing. So just to, to leave it on, remind us again of the web address and how people get in touch with you if they're interested in any of your online courses, etc. Yes, once it's going to be www that you know the shape parallelogram institute.com okay because i'm a math person you know parallelogram institute.com yeah brilliant all right then well thanks a lot for uh, for coming on my podcast and for um sharing the information that you uh, you have to share and uh, i wish you all the very best for um the future thank you so much mike so we'll get in contact further to uh, address some of the stuff we talk about and then yeah. we'll hopefully I'll come back again and we give the update this time brilliant brilliant that'll be fantastic I look forward to the next uh, session and then and the yes. next chat that we have
Yes, thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody, and thank you for inviting me and for having me talking to you. No problem at all. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with Startup and SME Web Design Business 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk and Mike Armstrong's Coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, There's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And don't forget... You can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.